Hey everyone and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 6, Episode 7. It is called Tolja. Uh, spelt <laughs> with a J. Have you ever seen Tolja written down like that? I mean, I know people say it yeah. like that. Yeah, I have. You have? Okay. Yeah. On shitty parts of Twitter, usually. <laughs> okay. Sure. So, so, it's, so, it's a, so it's like a millennial slang thing. It's not... Yeah. 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 Because I, I read that title before I watched the episode and I went, told you. Oh, I guess it's just told you, but... But, but Deke. But, but Deke. But it wasn't Deke that said it. No, but you can hear that in Deke's voice, can't you? You can, you can. Uh, and there was Deke in this episode, which Thank makes a God. pleasant change. Uh, so, of course, the main, episode, the main story of this episode is the fact that they've got Sarge. Got Snowflake, too. And Jacko. Well, they had Jacko. They had yeah, Jacko yeah, and another guy before. Yeah, the complete set now. But those two are being brought in at the start, and you know we get this Sarge being walked through the building, and like people are staring at him, and you know Sky's even there, and her, her and May's reunion is kind of made weird because he's standing yeah. there. <laughs> I actually thought the uh, the shot because it came right after the title uh, mm. screen. It was like I think it was them coming up in like an elevator or something. Um, but the way it was cutting around, it was all dark, and the Shield logo it was very stylish. Oh yeah. Um, like, even but you know more so than usual. I felt I felt a fair bit of style in this whenever it was trying to like build up to it because it's, it's a pretty low key episode in terms of action. There's not a whole lot. I mean, there is one big thing towards the end that's quite effects heavy, but for the mm. most part, it's a very in rooms talking episode. It's you know it's, it's Mac trying to like negotiate, uh, not negotiate, interrogate Sarge or uh, even Yo Yo trying to talk to 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 Jacko, right? And we we set up these things. Um, and we finally see what happens if Jacko doesn't get his his uh, atmosphere every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He uh he turns into a dragon. He turns into a dragon. I actually I love because the guys like calling it over the over the radio and they're like, "Can you repeat that? He's breathing fire." <laughs> you say that again. <laughs> fire, goddamn it! Breathing, uh, goddamn fire. And, and I do like, because obviously Sarge is like, oh, by the end of the day, I'm going to be in charge. And, you know, like, you don't know what you're dealing with here. You're idiots, blah, blah, blah. I do like that even though he does ultimately end up being right. And at the end of the episode, he's like, you know, told you. That's, you know, that's how we end the episode, barring the, you know, the post scene. Is I do like that when they take out Jacko, when Sky is able to just use her powers to like, deal with him because she's, she's I quake. love the, the comical effect of the door flying into his face. Oh, sure. Yeah, that was nice. Um... And it was like, okay, yeah, sure, they've got Sky. Of course, this is easy to deal with. And I do like the acting from uh, uh, Greg when Mac tells him this. When Mac says, oh, so you were waiting for maybe the, the door to like, maybe heat up and fly open kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, that door should catch on fire. And his face just dropped. Yeah, like his reaction to that is phenomenal. It's like, even though he, by the end of the scene, because he actually, like, you can see that he thinks, oh, shit, my plan has failed. And the only reason why he gets his smile back at the end of the scene and thinks he's cocky again, or he is cocky again, is because Mac tells him they've cut two of the, uh, the... Oh, God. Shrikes. Thank you. <laughs> the name will stick eventually. They've cut two shrikes, and that's when he smiles again because he's got a... Okay, I can use this to my advantage now. But there's, there's, there's like a 30-second window where he just thinks he's lost, and you can see it on his face. And yeah. it's really good. Really, really yeah, good. Um, but of course... Um, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of uh, catching up moments. You know, Sky and Mac talking about how things have went down and going back out for Fitz. Deke finding out that Fitz technically died. Which, by the way, 
this was a great scene earlier in the episode where Deke just kind of shows up around Sky and just won't leave her alone because he just wants to talk to her. I love her just sitting there going, hey, check out my shoes. He doesn't say it, he just puts his feet up and he's like, hey, look at the shoes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, nice, nice shoes. And he's like, yeah, Air Jordans, 1980, whatever the number was. Uh, you know, uh, you know, he was man. The man was a revolutionary, and she, she sort of catches on, and goes, "Really? Yeah, of of what? <laughs> so, do, do you even know who he was? Of, like, of yeah, course, yeah, of He invented he these invented shoes. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that 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 made me laugh. But he, he just kind of like he, he sort of sticks to her like a little dog. He just kind of follows he her. Does. Yeah, and really she's just—it's great. She's kind of male there now, but she's sort of entertaining him and just sort of going with it. Um, and then she's mostly just ignoring him. Yeah, uh, but they he, get he's into, just waffling away behind her. They get into this the little conference room, and he sits down again. And then eventually, you know, she, she's talking. And he's like, "Oh, they're out there in space." And Sky says, "Oh, yeah, yeah. Thank God they found him." And he's like, "What do you mean found him?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes storming into Mac, like you know, a scene later. <laughs> like, why don't you tell hell. me? Why don't you tell me that he died? You know, I would have wanted to go on the mission to go and find the other fits. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Mac's like, you know what? Like, we're going to have to find them. At least they think they're going to have to find them again. Obviously, we'll have more than that from the B plot, but they think they're going to have to find them again. He's like, look, second time when they go back out, because I'm obviously going to send people out after them when, when we deal with this stuff. You can go on that mission, but in the meantime, we do have all of their technology that we when we confiscated all this with when we arrested them. We could really use you get into this tablet if you want to use your Google brain. And he's like, "Are you, are you trying to flatter me?" Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Well, it works. Um, yeah. It totally worked. I think it was. Deacon Mac is becoming a favorite pairing of mine. I'm not going to lie. Between the the well, so what you saying is Cordiello. Deacon everyone is a is a great pair. Deacon everyone is a great pairing, but Deacon Mac especially <laughs> after that that reveal of like Sky and the the virtual you know the framework, <laughs> um like this is my new favorite bromance like yeah. easily, yeah. um but why what, what what I like about this is um. You know, I always forget the new guy's name, uh, Doctor. Oh, he's not in this episode, but I'm looking at the credits. Anyway, he... His he, name's Benson, I think. Ben, oh, that sounds right. Uh, he he essentially replaced Simmons, which is cool. But they didn't really have a tech guy, right? Like, he's not a techie. So no. Deke kind of filling that role, because he does happen to have those skills, um, is, is kind of nice. Not, not that he can necessarily invent stuff in the same way that Fitz can. Or maybe he can, because he's, he's been rebuilding all the tech that he stole from S.H.I.E.L.D., so I said maybe he can, but... Um, at the very least, he's a computer guy because he's always he's, worked in the framework uh, in the future. He's a revolutionary, don't forget. He's a revolutionary, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Deke's, Deke's great as as per usual. But, you know, he's one of the team again, which is nice. And, you know, this is the thing is that we actually have assembled only Fitzsimmons are separate now. Like, everyone else has kind of came together. Uh, and, you really, and you really feel it in this episode. Everyone's kind of bouncing off each other. You know, there's a great moment where Sky kind of says to Mac, because Mac's like, oh no, I don't have time for romance and stuff because like I'm director now and you know it's hard and you know Coulson, could, you know, and she's like, I Coulson could hate it better, but it was still hard for him, blah blah blah. But I actually, I actually surprisingly really liked the moment, and this was again down to the acting when Sky says, yeah, but you can't just ignore it. You love each other, and Mac like just almost says something and he quite can't. He just kind of has to like react to it with his yeah. face and it's actually like a really nice little moment where he's doing his best to just not care about it he's like no no i'm being professional i can't do this but it's clearly still eating at him inside he's just not admitting it oh yeah yeah uh, and i, I kind of like that moment um uh and it, obviously it helps that i didn't care about keller because I mean, they tried but i mean they only had like two uh, I mean, episodes i'll give them this like he, he was better than just a red shirt like i think they elevate them above that 
He was better than um oh what's his name? Lincoln. <laughs> so, you know. Oh my I love season three of Shield, but god damn I was happy when he died at the end. Yeah. So, you know, like, still even with two and a half episodes. You know, better romance than that. True, that's true, that's true. Because he was likable enough, he wasn't unlikable, he just, I just didn't necessarily care about me yet. Yeah, but he uh, never once annoyed me. No, he didn't, no, that's true, he never annoyed <laughs> me. So, you know, credit where credit is, is due. Uh, so, so they get these two strikes, and May goes to get one, I mean, they're both on the, the Zephyr, but they, you know, they get to, one takes the shuttle to, you know, uh, to get the yeah, other I, one. This is where my big problem with the episode comes in. Oh, you've got a big problem. A huge, like, just from a... It's a big plot thing that I can't get my head around as to why the character suddenly became utterly stupid. Okay, go so, on. So, these two Shrikes, they figure out, oh, hey, there's these two, they're going to meet. That, that was the whole point. They were moving towards each other. They, they, were, they were trying to find each other. Mm -hmm. So, what we do, we'll go pick them up and put them in the same bloody room. Uh, what? Um... That never occurred to me, and the reason why it never occurred to me is because probably like the characters, I didn't necessarily assume that just being together was going to create some sort of reaction. Like I, I, I thought it was they want to be together to plan something or have a meeting. But given that we've seen, you know, the the spikes that come out of them, and you know, all our characters have seen sure. this as well, and and what they can. This felt like the worst possible thing they could have done. Like immediately, I was like, why? Why would you? Even if you've got them together and they wanted to plan. Why would you put them in the same? You'd still put them in separate rooms. Ah, there's nothing oh. they can, because there's nothing they can do if they're under, you know, if they're in under lock and key. Like I, I, I don't know. It never occurred to me. I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with what you're saying either, but it never actually occurred to me because I never thought that. Oh, they're just going to erupt into spikes the second they see, see each I other. I didn't think that's no. That wasn't like oh, they're going to do that. I, I'm not going to say I pretty, but as soon as they were like, okay, let's go pick them up. I thought they were taking separate things. Then when I realized they were just kind of putting them together, I was like. This is a terrible idea. They were they were heading towards each. Other. I, I I just say I thought of it as putting people in a holding tank at any jail cell. Like I, I don't know. I never gave it as much thought as that. <laughs> I don't know. It really bothered me. And even in like but, in the jail, I mean, uh, with with high profile things, they put them in separate rooms. I mean, my argument would be that because they, they only have the one like safety pod that can contain them, right? Yeah, they can pick up one at a time. <laughs> So they put them in the thing that they, they think can hold them. It turns out that it quite couldn't hold them, but they didn't know exactly how powerful these things were going to be. So no, I'm going to let that slide more than you are, but I mean, I'm not going to necessarily shut on your for complaint like the, either. The, the last like 10 minutes of the episode, I couldn't get past it. It was really annoying. Oh, no, I loved the rest of it because, like, see when they actually started spiking and the, 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 the one, like, shield agent because they spiked through his neck? I was loving this oh, shit. No, oh, it was great stuff, but in the back of my head, I was going. Is no one on our address that maybe we they should have kept them separate? Like no, no one ever brings it up going, hey, yeah, this was kind of a bad idea. I was loving this shit, and then you know it becomes this thing where they've got Sarge in the room, like okay, we have to bring him in here to help, don't we? And he's like, okay, what do we do? He's like, well, you you, you can't even kill them, but we normally do anymore. They're they're they're, they're reacting too much now, um, and he's like, well. If I give you a list of demands and you meet them, maybe maybe I'll tell you how you can maybe save all your friends. Because you know, because Yo Yo and May are both on the Zephyr. They're they're, they're like yeah. May's piloting. Yo Yo's in the actual cargo hold with There's uh, another red shirt. With another red shirt. Who? Oh, do you know what's funny is that that red shirt almost feels like elevated above red shirt because she lived through this whole thing. She survived alongside Yo Yo, and I immediately went, 
I'm almost going to recognize her face again just because she survived a thing maybe, where maybe, maybe she's she's going to join like you know uh, Piper and Davis. Yeah, she might. She might. You know, in the okay, the, there's actually a set of agents below our core team who we kind of know and recognize. I liked it because it was just kind of like, oh, she survived. And then I, I assumed she was there to be killed. And then when she didn't, yeah. I was like, oh, what With the cool robot hand. Yeah, she saved the cool robot. So, because we find out Sarge, when, when, because Sarge just wants his truck and his people back so they can go do what they're doing. Um, and he does actually say at one point outright that, you know, if we do our job properly, hopefully the planet won't have to die. So, they don't seem to be the ones killing the planet unless it gets to the point where they just have to because it's, you know, like an infestation to the point where, okay. Yeah, if it's too far gone, they'll just burn it all down yeah essentially um but they don't necessarily want that to to be the case um but he's obviously he's, he's happily just kill innocent people to get in his way because you know because mac brings up the agent that he killed back in episode one um and he's like well he's in my way and you know yeah. he's, so he's, he's purely cold-blooded yeah definitely um and there's still like a lot of debate in this as to, to who he is they're still prodding it yeah, and May even speculates that he knows as little as they do about why he looks like Coulson. Like, he's equally clueless. That, yeah, that seems fair. Yeah. It, it seems to be somewhat true, uh, which is why, like, some weird timey-wimey reason why it does end up kind of being Coulson or a clone of Coulson or something. Yeah, I can see it being Coulson in a weird roundabout way, and that's how... You know, because at the end of this episode, he's he's back in charge, right? It's Coulson running S.H.I.E.L.D., kind of. Excuse me. Sergeant charge. Continue. Really? <sighs> but my point was, you know, it, it feels like a nice way of actually giving us that back in a roundabout way. Uh, mm. Like, should he, you know, if it is some sort of time travel, can, can we get his memories back? You know, so, you know, we, we speculated a lot. I think it was last week. Well, what's great about it is they've put him in this place where, I mean, he's being a dick by not just telling them what's how it works and what's going on. He's being intentionally secretive so he can still be the one who gets to call the shots. But they did put him in this place where, yeah, like our team don't know how to deal with these things. Like they didn't know cold, cold would kill it, you know, which is obviously what happens because they have to open the uh, the the cargo door to freeze yeah. the the thing because they're high enough. And um, so like no, he knows how they work. His team knows how how they work. Uh, and this idea that they kind of have to have this uneasy alliance now because obviously S.H.I.E.L.D. want to save the world and this team are maybe the only way they can do that but I can see maybe the caveat being like yeah but we're not going to let you kill anyone innocent so you know may, may, like because the argument could almost be here like well if you just came to us in the first place and explained what was happening and given what we've been through before we may actually listen to you and then just work with you as opposed to you killing some of our agents Do, do you think they're willing to use the knives on people? To, to stop it before it gets out of hand if, if that was like because i can see the uh like some of them being down for it and others maybe not i can see it being the sort of difficult choice that they have to like uh build up to and they'll, 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 they'll almost hold off until the last second that they can do it because it's, they yeah like people like may i think she, like obviously we've seen her do it already for survival for her own survival right um but we, we've seen you know throughout the season the tough choices she is always been more than willing to make yeah uh so i can see her you know going yeah we should use the knives and kind of taking that side of the argument yeah i, I, I can see it being like this moral debate with a lot of them and maybe like some of them individually have like you know may maybe like hardens a little bit quicker and like sort of like has to kind of enforce it with everyone else uh for their own yeah. good kind of thing um but but it is this thing. It almost turns into kind of a zombie thing. You know, once they're no, once they're a host, they're gone. Like there's no saving them at that point. 
Um, and that, that was the harsh lesson that Mark, Mac kind of learned here in this episode, is that, no, we thought we could save them if we got them back in and, you know. Um, and I like the idea that on one, on one of them, they said in Yo-Yo, who can just do it easily because she's at super speed, but like May had to like be a proper stealth, you know, has to like, and like sneak up and like grab him quickly with a with a gag. Yeah. But, but May's good enough that it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. That, that, well, that's why you send them in different teams. You, you don't send May and Yo-Yo on the same team and then send wasted, isn't it? Piper and Davis to get number two. Oh, yeah, I know. Christ, that'd be a disaster. <laughs> who are not in this episode. Presumably they're getting some time with their families because they were in space for yeah. a year or two years, whatever yeah. it was. Oh, it was one year. A year. It was one year, yeah. Um, now, speaking of space, let's go to Fitz and Simmons. Okay. Um who do have a bit of a plot in how to get back to Earth, uh, something we were speculating about last week. Um, it does yeah, seem to... we, we thought the teleporter would take them either to, you know, straight to a ship, right? Yeah, that was maybe the guess, yeah. Uh, I think it was, because I was like, well, I don't see what the point of seeing them just on the ship is, you know. If it, a detour would feel wasted. If it if it's to get to the ship, that's... Okay, sure. Well, I mean, we get to the the, the, the same planet that we're on, um, with the... Kits and they go with the uh, the casinos and the the brothels, and they're still wanted there. Um, and of, of course they get nabbed. Um, this was all worth it, of course, for seeing the guy that was hitting on Sky uh, last time we were here, who's still hitting on. We got this new character that they're talking to this this uh, uh, red-headed wig lady. I thought you I thought you knew her name. Okay. Oh no. I I really recognise this actress. I have no idea what from. Um, I have no idea. Uh, Izel, that was it. Izel. Played by Izel, Carolina okay. Widra. I'm sure, maybe it's just she looks similar to someone, but... She was in Be Kind Rewind. <laughs> MacGyver. Oh, she was in a Twin Peaks episode. Uh, that'll probably be it. I've seen her face somewhere. Part 9. That was the one after Part 8, so I don't remember Part 9 as well. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> The point being, the party it was the the, the very memorable, the memorable one. one. No, I I know, but I'm sorry, you can't just say, "Oh, it's the one after part eight. Yes, you can. You could just not be a dick and and just go and let me finish my thought before yeah. you jump in and make it a a pedantic remark. It just brings the show down, Connor, and I, I expect better of you, quite no, frankly. You um, you're right. I don't. I expect the worst. Um. So they end up there and they're going to be uh, killed, but killed in a gambling way because he wants to make use of them for his business. So they get they're to put in guillotines and the people are betting on which one can't like hold their own blade up long enough. Um, but then this Izel uh, buys them and says, no, make sure the Terrans live. And it turns out that she has a thing she wants to do on Earth. And... Uh, she so leaves that to the end of the sentence because because they're, they're trying to talk her out. I was like, no, we don't want to go anywhere else. We want to go back to Earth. And she's like, I'm going to Earth. My business is on Earth. And like, oh, in that case, sure, we'll we'll help you. <laughs> we'll go along. Um, it was fine. This is a fine subplot. I had some some nice little laughs. Uh, Simmons referencing that the place isn't as nice when she's not like higher or not, and Fitz being confused as like, to what she's talking like, about. What are you talking about? What what, what did you do? <laughs> uh, this was all completely worth it, though, for the scene at the end, the post scene, where we get the yeah. goodbye with with Enoch, which is gloriously, and I did not expect to be so emotional <laughs> as him and Enoch say goodbye. And honestly, like because you know, Fitz hugs him, he gets a contactor, so we we probably will see him again at some point for a special occasion. But yeah, um, the the bit that broke me is when Enoch says, "I I will not miss you," and then after a beat goes. I was bluffing. 
<laughs> and I'm like, yes. Yeah. yeah. And the music was really sad, and he, he walks out, and the door goes up or down, whatever. Like, oh. Yeah. No, nah, this this oh, was yeah. this was touching. This was surprisingly touching. Of side of the episode was just kind of, uh, you know, the the technical things of okay, we'll show them getting a ship, so people can't question it. Uh, but yeah. this, this final scene was nice. Yeah, this final scene kind of justified the entire thing, um, in a lot of ways. But I mean, most of it was entertaining and funny, and Fitz and Sims were great. Um, it was definitely the other plot that had all the the important plot in it, though, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. No question, and then of course you you, you know you, like you know because Jack got his, his fire breathing thing and um I I loved um you know when he was talking at the start about you know his family and you know they were bakers yeah yeah he's talking about how I was I was I was one of eight boys and you know I trained my little brother and he's like to fight to bake the family business <laughs> yeah and snowflakes just on the other side of the wall all episode kind of being snowflake. <laughs> You know, just mean the snowflake. Odd random remark, that... which is ironic because she's got an Australian accent, and I don't think snow ever touches Australia. But <laughs> I could be wrong. Probably not. Yeah. yeah, or New Zealand. I'll be honest; I have a hard time distinguishing between the two. See, in my memory, it's Australian, but now I'm not. Yeah, you're not sure. Sure, because you've put doubt in. I'd have to hear it. See, if I if I listen to it, I'd be I'd be sure. Okay, but. Because you put doubt in there, I'm no longer sure. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, but that episode was episode was solid. It, I mean, it wasn't the 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 ten out of ten knockout that last week's was because that's a lot to ask on a weekly basis. Yeah, yeah. Like if if we get one of them every two seasons, we're lucky. Yeah. Um. So you know, if we if we um you know we we got Deacon Sky. Uh, we got like Deacon Mac. Deacon Mac. We got all the stuff with Sarge, which was really good. Um, all all of their debating into what to do with Sarge. Mm. The performances from some of the actors were really good in this episode. So there's a lot of really good things to to talk about. Yeah, here. it was just a, a really all round solid episode, but not a you know one of the the most memorable ones ever. Certainly excited to see um them working together in some capacity next episode and how they tackle that. Uh, and it does make this team a lot more interesting that they're not just complete villains that, you know, like, do do we get them fighting, like, properly side by side by the end of the season where Jacko's fire-breathing to help one of them out and Skye's, like, using her power to help one of them out and, you know, so on and so forth. Like, do we get, like, a yeah. sort of proper team-up by the time we get to the end of the story against the, the Shrike and whoever's commanding the Shrike? Wouldn't That'd shock me if it ends up yeah. in someone we've already seen in space. Yeah, Joe. One of my uh, one of my favorite lines actually was, um, you know, where, when uh, Sarge is telling about, hey, you know, this thing's like a you know, like a god, and, and you know, Matt pulls out how there's only one god, and and Sarge is ah, oh, one of those planets. Yeah. One of those planets. Admittedly, as an atheist, Sarge was speaking to my soul a little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I just I like the the reversal on it. Yeah, I mean, for the for the record, though, I love Mac and I love Mac's uh, devotion. Like <laughs> the way he uses his religion. Uh, to sort of like prop himself up and like give himself like the yeah, strength. Yeah, it's been a consistent thing for him. Uh, yeah, and, you know, and, and Yo-Yo as well. You know, they 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 had that together. But it's always been well. It's always been well used though. I've never felt like it's uh, doing anything other than him finding his own strength. It's never felt like it's it's been doing any more than that. And it's always come oh, across no, as very genuine. Uh, so that said, as an atheist, I was still enjoying Sarge's uh, belittling of religion. Yeah, <laughs> I just I just his words. Oh, what are those ones say? Yeah. You know, oh, I'm a guess. He's a. Uh, all benevolent and uh, <laughs> makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. 
<laughs> you could just see Matt going, oh, shit. <laughs> but anyway, that is episode 7 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, by all means, let us know what you thought of the episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. Rate the podcast on the podcast app that you're using. It helps us out a lot because it shares it with, you know, more people find it because they promote it a little bit more and give it, recommend it out to people and stuff, stuff like that. Um, you can support us financially over at Patreon, patreon.com slash TV. We can support us for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses, exclusives, and sure the content keeps coming. So go and have a look and see all the other things we have on offer. Uh, and as for other things to check out right now, I'm not sure which other review series. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Streams After Midnight, our horror movie podcast. And the reason why I'm going with that one, because between season four, recommending Chopping Mall, and then last episode, referencing both Ringu and Night of the Living Dead, I feel like there's some horror fans on the Shield writing team. So <laughs> that is. The only other thing I think we should actually recommend, uh, given that I don't think it was out last time we were talking, well, maybe just, was uh, is Dark. Uh, season two, which we're covering right now, which is a lot of time travel. Oh, which, it is, yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, very relevant to fans of this show. Yeah, the first one was definitely up by the time you did that. Maybe, episode but I don't, last week. I don't know if we mentioned it last week. I don't remember. I don't remember. <laughs> well, either way, it's mentioned now. I'm sure we probably did, but I'm only saying that because I assume we did, not because I remember doing it. But <laughs> anyway, that is us. Thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching TV, guys. Have you got it, Vanilla? Mm-hmm.